Opening week four, Thursday night football. We're going to put some bets in tonight. Um, we finally have a good primetime game. It's about time. We've been dud after dud after dud. Uh, but we found a way to win bets on them. Let's win some more. are back uh we've had a couple of thrillers in prime time on sunday night monday night uh monday night we we did this show had a whole mess of bets going around um we scraped through we scraped by we stayed yeah, alive it went, it went we okay through. yeah um of course this is emq bets this is our seventh show we've done uh eight games so uh, we've done seven games so far but one week was a double week so this is our seventh show um, thanks for joining. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pretty excited about how hot we've been, um, outside yeah. of just like, I think what I went three and two in the, in the game picks on Monday, Monday. which you, you were two and three. Yeah. So you and took then the lead. we both, the lead we back. both hit some bonus bets. I hit the, I offered the bonus on the show of betting plus five fifty on Tony Pollard to lead the game in rushing. That's a great bet. Uh, that one came to fruition. I didn't bet it in real life like a moron. Well, the line um, wasn't available. So, yeah, on my website for some yeah. reason. Which is but uh, overall, great pretty bet, good. Though. I mean, I I stole that over out from under you. Um, our, <laughs> I, our stole, good friend, I stole the over out from under you on last Thursday. So friend of okay. the program, friend of the program, uh, uh, Jim, Jim G, the three. Uh, really jinxed that one for for you under folks. He he texted during the third quarter. Well, the under was a lock when it was six to six. Yeah, um, is is just about. I pretty much then started doing a dance because I knew he just gifted me the over. That always that's about a ninety nine percent conversion rate. If you celebrate your bet winning before it's over, you lose your bet. Yeah, that's just a guarantee. It's a guarantee. Especially if there's a, a requisite amount of time left. It's one thing to celebrate when they need 30 points and there's a minute left. It's one thing to celebrate. And then it's another thing to celebrate in the middle of the third quarter. Yeah. In an yeah. NFL football, <laughs> in an NFL football game. Yeah. But, um, Especially, I mean, come on, you can't celebrate pre-witching hour, even if it's a standalone game, there's still okay. witching to be it's, done. It's okay. Jim, Jim learned, Jim learned his lesson. He'll be back on top before he knows it. Yeah. I don't know. He's got a certain cockiness to him. He could be doing it again. So, well, All right, that's enough we're going gym gym to check our overall standing so far. You've regained, yeah, the, lead. You've regained the lead by one. Look at I those mean, records. My goodness, people bet along with us. Those are wonderful records. No doubt. I'm one behind you. I am hanging around, hanging around. So I'd like to, you know, I don't root against you, but if I, you know, end up taking the lead or tie you, it's not a bad thing. I mean, if we are able to keep a pace like this, where we're hitting at, again, I don't do percentages, but we're hitting around 70%, um, uh, we're going to be happy either way. You if, are, you are, take, 
you are around 70% and I'm around 68 or something, 67. As long as I, you know, if you overtake me, I overtake you. If we're hitting around 70%, the folks are happy. So far, we've been able to avoid ever having a one in four record on any, any of our bets. Two and three is the worst either of us have done, which is pretty incredible. Um, so let's keep it going tonight. I mean, we have a matchup tonight, which this is, is a, I mean, this is an yeah, uh, awesome game. The funniest part of this matchup is two, three years ago, you'd see this matchup and you'd go, yuck, a typical Thursday night football matchup. This game stinks. But now look how things have changed. You have the three and O dolphins. They've beaten the Patriots, the Ravens and the bills. It wildly impressive with their new coach and new offensive scheme. And they're and they're traveling to Cincinnati, the AFC champions from last year. So it is an awesome game. Bengals got back on track, still kind of scuffling somewhat. Um, so let's pull up the line here because it's really interesting. Um, so you see how it opens here. Yeah, Miami traveled there early because of uh, the hurricane hitting Florida. They practice at University of Cincinnati. Uh, they have forced the NFL to launch an investigation into University of Cincinnati students for filming their practice. Really? Um, give me a break. Really? Wow, uh, it's, I think Miami saw the Bills fans blame the sun and decided they wanted to one-up that um, by blaming students at a school they are at for taking out their phone when they see NFL players around. A wild thing to think they wouldn't do. i really don't have much of a comment there uh these teams get hypersensitive about everything and um the bills blaming it was too hot it was too hot to play for football in florida sorry no they they literally said that the sun was unfair there was a tweet that had like twelve thousand likes from a bills fan that said it is an osha violation to make one team stand in the I mean, these are what? These are unbelievable people. <laughs> Tell you what, I guarantee most of the workers of the United States would stand in the sun for five hundred grand. Yeah, for three, for, hours, for, for three, three and hours. a half hours for a football yeah. game. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> it's fantastic stuff. There's nothing like Bills fans' excuses. They haven't actually lost a game in like six years. But well, Miami does not get to bring the sun with them to Cincinnati uh, for this night game. So. Their, pre- their precious quarterback couldn't manage the clock before the end of the first half, before the end of the second half, and he short-armed a wide-open Isaiah McKenzie to essentially win the game. So, yeah, it must have been too hot out there for Josh Allen. So another big factor coming into tonight, uh, Tua was obviously to everyone except uh, the people who matter, knocked fully unconscious last game. <laughs> Um, is recovering from what apparently was not a concussion. A back and an ankle, which is a lie on the injury report to disguise from the fact that they they endangered his future. Uh, I think uh, Herb Brooks said a bump on the knee is a hell of a long way from the heart. Uh, a, a bump on the head is a hell of a long way from the back and ankle, but we'll go with that. Yeah, it... I've never seen a guy suffer a mid-game back injury and then wobble and fall over. <laughs> um, usually it's like they're clutching their back in pain and fall over, but uh, they don't go. Yeah, well, you know, he won the game. Uh, it was a hell of a win for Miami. Miami's 3-0 and now, uh, one of only two undefeated teams. Uh, 
between the Dolphins and the Eagles. Uh, and now they play the defending AFC champions. They're um, getting three and a half points. And a lot of people were alarmed by this line. They were confused. I actually think I have a pretty logical explanation for it. I Eagles. think that despite the records, you know, on paper, these are still pretty even teams, mm. um, in my opinion. Since he's still explosive and good, they just didn't particularly play well in the first two games. But I think on paper, these teams are still even. Everyone was like, how is Miami not favored in this game? Well, it's because they're even teams. And since he's at home, so you get the three, four point. Short home week on the road. Short week yeah. on the road. Coming off of a, a absolute battle that they had against the Bills. Everyone got beat up. It was really um, hot, so they're probably emotionally, dehydrated. Yeah. Yeah. Emotionally high, you know, with coming off that win after the Baltimore crazy comeback win. Yeah. Um, and then they got to turn it around in three days and play on the road in Cincinnati. There's a lot to overcome there. I think the line is correct. It's a good mm-hmm. line. Um, it's about actually what I expected it to be. Yeah, I, I'm not particularly surprised. I, I was thinking more minus two, something like that. But – Look, that leads us into the injury report, okay? I'm going to go ahead and give you the Dolphins injury report first. All these players I'm about to name are listed as questionable but are trending towards playing. Tua Tua Tagovailoa is going to play. Uh, That was announced. Xavier Howard, Brandon Jones, two great secondary players. They're questionable, but it looks like they're going to play. Christian uh, Watkins, awesome defensive tackle for them. Really been great. Uh, Under-the-radar guy. He got removed from the injury report. He will play. Jalen Waddle's going to play. Um, so they have a ton of big names on the injury report, but it looks like they're all going to play tonight. Um, one thing about doing this show is we don't get the official injury report till about 6.45, So we don't actually know completely. Yeah, we're just going to operate under the assumptions of those things and adjust accordingly yeah, later. Yeah, we get all the information that we possibly can ahead of time, and usually it's pretty reliable. So, um, And then for the Bengals, much smaller injury report. Lael Collins, uh, the, the bodyguard, Lael Collins, offensive tackle, recently acquired from the Cowboys. He's been putting on a show out there. The offseason, not living up to the potential that they thought they were getting. Uh, that offensive line in general remains a mess for the Bengals. He's questionable. Uh, they said he's game-time decision, 50-50 shot. So that's interesting. Um, and then you've got Drew Sample, the backup tight end, is out. And DJ Reader, underrated nose tackle, is out. Um and their starting middle linebacker, Jermaine Pratt, is questionable as well. So both teams, not too much to, to report in terms of for sure out guys. But, I mean, Miami has a lot of their significant names who are going to be playing this game, uh, at least probably slightly hampered. Yeah, part of that comes with a short week, too. You know, you don't have you – know, the injury report that happens Wednesday for a lot of teams gets right. gets a little yeah kinder to them by Sunday, but when you, when you're coming right off a of Sunday into Thursday, it's the problem with a Thursday game is these teams, uh, they do practice on Monday. The rest of the NFL takes Monday off. These guys, yeah. they're probably doing about a half, you know, a half workout on Monday, but they still are practicing on Monday. So it's even harder to recover really. Cause they got to put in the game plan and everything and try to recover physically. Yeah. Let's go into the game. What do we got? What are we thinking? Okay. Um, Give me, uh, what, the trends of these teams, I believe you pulled up. Yeah, here up. we go. We'll pull this up here. So you've got Miami this season, 3-0 and against the spread. Impressive start to the year. They've covered all three spreads. And the under is 2-1 and in their games. Um, Cincinnati, 1-2 and against the spread. Um, they just barely cover, or they, they covered handily against the Jets. So they're 1-2 and against the spread. But their under, interestingly enough, is 3-0 and on the season. Um, 
So there's your trends. I think – um, well, just just a quick reaction to that. I think um, as far as the Bengals are concerned, that, that under trend is heavily influenced by the teams that they played. They played Pittsburgh, who cannot score and who was at full strength defensively in the first game. They played Dallas without Dak Prescott in week two. Uh, which Dallas now is just going to play those kinds of games, a, a, a fight it out brawl. Yeah, their defense um, a lot. Dallas defense a lot better than we thought. And then they played the Jets in week three who can't score. So it's the unders are a little misleading for them. True. I think it's been more of a product of their lack of clicking and explosiveness that, that, that we're used to seeing from Cincinnati. But I do think Cincinnati has a kind of uh, slightly above average defense that people don't really talk about. And and just what I'm stressing is the first two teams they played are teams that want to limit possessions, slow the game down. Um, Certainly. Kind of and the Jets probably did too. They just weren't able to do it. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I'll go ahead and take the first crack at this since um, you seem like you, you're waiting for that. Oh, no. It's always a standoff at the beginning. It is. About it is. who's going to actually, like, discuss what we think is going to happen in the actual game. Speaking of, sta- um, speaking of standoffs, did you see that um, that national anthem standoff between the two pitchers who got ejected by the Yeah, Angry Robbie anthem? Ray, and they both got tossed for doing the national Luke anthem Luke Weaver standoff. of the Royals, I think. Luke Weaver and yeah, Robbie Ray. A, yeah, a beautiful thing. I love yeah. that. <laughs> Usually they just, you know – one of them concedes, and the umps are like, "Hey, break!" The ump had had enough. He just threw them both out of the game. Um, I thought that was kind of funny. I'll, I'll break the standoff here, though. I'll let you win this one. So, okay, so my analysis from this is: okay, we got seventy-five percent of the public money is betting Miami plus three and a half. They see Miami's three and zero. Oh, they're excited by that. They can't believe they're getting points. Um, so. The public is all over it. I think that's kind of what Vegas wants. This just screams a trap to me. It smells like a trap. I'm going to be the character from that uh, that 2D game Pitfall, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna swing right on into that trap. I'm just gonna jump right on in to the covered leaves and fall right into the spikes. Um, I'm t- <laughs> I'm, so you're going Miami, huh? I am, you know what? Everything is every every part of my being is pulling me away from this, but. I don't know. I can't help but think this team is legit. I can't help but think, I mean, they have to be after these wins they've had. I can't help but think that the coach really can scheme a great offensive game. Um, I'm taking Miami plus three and a half. I am taking the points on the road. I'm going to be honest with you. It definitely has all of the smells of a trap uh, with that line, but it almost is such an obvious trap that it's like a double trap. It could be the reverse trap. Yeah, like it's like the piece of meat is out in the open. Like it's sitting there so out in the open that the trap is actually to not take it because everyone's like, that's a trap, you know? Right. Right. Um, so I could see this being a double reverse trap uh, where actually they're like, look at this. Tra- it's duh. It's a trap. You know, that kind of, that kind of situation. Um, is that- it a man? In the, is it a man in the suit? No. So I'm going to even reverse trap that trap. It is a trap. Um, the, the Bengals, I like the Bengals, um, the multiple reasons. I think is this just a regular trap or is this a triple trap? It's a triple trap. Okay. A triple trap. Uh, there's a trap, which is like, wow, that line with a three and O team, that's just a trap. I shouldn't bet Miami should bet the Bengals. But then you're like, but duh, that's a trap. So right. I should actually bet Miami. No, 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 no. The Bengals are going to win the game. 
Miami is coming off of too much of back-to-back emotional highs, short week, hurricane hitting Florida, a lot going on, getting confused about kids filming them at practice. You got to spend a couple extra days in the state of Ohio too. I mean, lying about concussions. They've got a lot on their minds. Um, And the Bengals, the the Bengals are being treated like, like a sleeper team now. When they're not, this is a loaded ass roster. Yeah, that, right. That just lacks an offensive line. It's also um, hard to believe you'll see them become one and three too. You know, it's hard to believe you'll see them one and three. It's hard to believe you'll see Miami four and zero. Oh. Right. Both of those things weigh on me as well. Um, and then you couple with what the Bengals' biggest weakness is their offensive line. Um, Miami's pass rush is good, but it is not dominant. So it, I don't. I think these teams are very similar. Both teams' weaknesses are kind of their offensive line. Both teams have decent pass rushes. The Bengals one is better. Um, Neither team has been able to establish a run either. And both teams have very explosive one-two wide receivers. Uh, I think it's an interesting matchup. Uh, I like Cincy at home on the short week, coming off an easier win, riding a little little high but comfortable, whereas the the Dolphins just had to absolutely battle um, and then explain themselves about a lot of things. So I think yeah. Miami is not as focused as they need to be on this game, and and the Bengals are going to come out and beat them. Okay, yeah, okay. I, I absolutely like. I absolutely understand and like that take, and it was nearly my take. Um, but you know, we'll see who does you know get the meat or you know get fall in the spikes. Uh, we do have a great comment here. Wow. Uh, Imagine yeah. Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. Well, I'm adding that to my my. That list. one we'll put in later. Put it in the repertoire. Write it in the wow. notes. Um, wow. Um, it's whoever, a trap. Whoever, whoever said into, whoever said that? That's just a great comment. You fall into and a trap. It's gone. And you lose all your money. That's that's what it works. However, I think it's a trap. But your faith in your friends is yours, or something of that nature. You're, you're, <laughs> right. Your overconfidence is your weakness. Your faith in your friend is yours. Yeah, it'll be quite operational yeah. when your friends arrive. Basically. Precisely. Yeah. I, I, so Stan Pats, that's 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 your co-host, right? Yeah, that's the co-host coming up later. I didn't know he was a Star Wars there. guy at all. Well, you don't really have to be a Star Wars. There's a few memes that everyone knows. Last week we found out he's a Counting Crows guy. Um, let me just you, back up one of your quick points. We found out that you think Counting Crows only apparently exist. I don't want to get back into that. All right. Um, <laughs> Let me back up your point about the Bengals. Everyone knows their weakness, the offensive line, and the reason that shouldn't matter tonight. Miami has pressure, has blitzed the fifth highest rate so far this season, but they've only generated the 25th most pressures despite blitzing the fifth most amount. Well, and then add to that how disproportionately overweighted that is by the fact that Patriots week one didn't block. Yeah. So they have not been able to pressure Jackson or Allen, which could be a product of their insane ability to escape the pocket. And the, and the numbers the numbers show Lamar Jackson is by yes. 10 miles the best passer against the Blitz in the NFL right now. Yeah, so. so I think that I think tonight will be very telling whether or not that's real or not with the fact that Burrow gets sacked so much and he's willing to hold the ball and extend plays and Miami likes to Blitz. We're gonna, that's, that'll be an interesting thing to see tonight. So let's go to the over-under here. Okay, the over-under tonight is 47 and a half. 
And now well, we I have to throw out there. Uh, we haven't even mentioned the uniforms tonight. The Bengals are wearing the the white tiger, the all white, and Miami's yeah. wearing the the nice, cool, old teal throw, uh, dolphins with the little helmet on the dolphin. No, that is, is cool. That is those cool. are just cool as shit. But the um, white tiger, the white tiger is going to be. Yeah, be I should have had. A, a I should have had a picture ready with that. Yeah. It's so nice. Yeah. Well, we're um, going to be seeing it. Don't you worry. Yeah. Okay, so I selected the spread first. So therefore, I'm going to make you go first on the over/under. I'm going to show me the money, Jerry. You better yell. Show me the money. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's see what Vegas. What has Vegas got you guys at tonight? Take a look. Let's see. What has Vegas got it at? Vegas got it at forty-seven and a half. Uh, tough number, normal number. That's kind of a what an NFL game line is if they it's neither direction, you know? Yeah. About 47 and a half. Yeah. Uh, the primetime games are on a wild streak of nobody ever scoring. Um, these teams' struggles on the offensive line have held them back, but their explosiveness, it, it's a tough one to pick on the over-under. Um, short week, beat up, a lot of stuff. I'm going under. I'm going under a slow start. Uh, I think it stays under this number. I'm not saying it's going to look anything like the last two primetime games. Uh, I still think this game gets to the 40s, but I think it's under. I need a score prediction, unless no. you want me to go go first. Two years, and then I'll do it. Okay. So I think this game um, maybe does start slow, but I think these teams are too offensively talented to actually stay under that number. I don't think it goes high over. Barely under, 26-20. That's my pick. Go. You got 26-20 Bengals winning? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I think this game will figure out a way to open up. I think sometimes on the short week, it could have two effects. Either the offense is really sloppy and it's low scoring. Two effects? <laughs> True. It might have effect on Tua. But what I'm what I'm thinking is that the defenses are not going to be fully prepared for this. We'll see some big plays. This thing will open up. I got I got the Bengals also winning 27 to 24, which allows for a Miami cover. And that's 51 total points. So I have Bengals 27, Miami 24. I like that one, but no. wrong. That is wrong. And he did the wrong thing. Wrong. That is absolutely it's wrong. Uh, it's going, it's going under Bengals are covering. We're right up against each other tonight, huh? Two versus two. There's no agreement. Yeah. This is reminiscent of last week with the last Thursday with the, the Browns and the Steelers. We were split on both. So this is just, troublesome. Only this the second time this year we're split on both. Oh, just a little note about that Monday game. We both even said it to ourselves bef after the bet show. And before the real game started, we said, Cowboys are going to win this game. Why did we pick the giants on TV? And like, I, I don't know. It just, it seemed like I, I it's a regret of mine. I kind of, I just kind of picked against the Cowboys cause I wanted them to lose, you know? <laughs> yeah. Not... Daniel Jones, uh, very bad. He's very bad. Oh uh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Is he bad? Yeah. But um, to... So, oh. so I'm, I'm under and Bengals. You are over and dolphins. Both of us have it. Being a relatively good game. Um, oh, we got some more Counting Crows references coming in. Do you believe that that is a song? Yeah, I, it's been a long December. And got reason to, to believe. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Maybe I know. I, will be I just forgot that Hanging Around was a Counting Crows song. 
sounds, you know, sounds like that other band. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's pretty much what we got for the game lines. We're moving on to the player props. Um, I will take it away. You know, I'll take it away. I'll let you know what we got here. Um, this is a tough one to me on the player props. I don't think it's easy. The thing with these two teams is they both have such explosive players that it's like one play can always put a guy over, um, but also like a guy could just do nothing. Um, but here's how I'm doing it. Uh, he got, he's gotten a ton of targets. He seems to be the, the fallback guy at this point. I'm going Tyree kill to get over five and a half catches, um, in the game. He actually seems to kind of be the dump off guy, even all the time. Uh, and the bubble like, screen guy too. He, if you saw in the last two days, hates Eli Apple, can't stop talking about Eli Apple. Um, a lot of people seem to hate Eli. Apple. Well, and they had the showdown of the AFC championship game last year. Um, so uh, Tyreek. Yeah, on, I think Apple had the interception of Mahomes in overtime to set up that game-winning field goal. Or yeah, it may have, been, may have been Jesse Bates, but either way, he played a good game. Tyreek on Sunday said he's going at Apple. He's coming for him. Yesterday, Tua said uh, anytime it's Apple versus Tyreek, I'm throwing him the ball, which wild stuff to say. Uh, and then Apple uh, brought up today uh, that he had forgot to give uh, Tyreek Super Bowl tickets. Uh, and that might've been the issue. So, um, <laughs> that's a good, it, it could be fun tonight between those two. That. Um, Tyreek going to be looking to give him the peace sign. Uh, but I like Tyreek getting over five and a half catches. I think he's going to be frequently targeted in this game. Um, after that, uh, Chase Edmonds has not been heavily featured in the running game. And when he has, uh, just kind of been very average. Um, he's gone under the number every game. Uh, of 32 and a half yards rushing. I'm taking under on 32 and a half yards rushing for Chase Edmonds. Um, he just hasn't been getting enough carries to get to that number, and he's not been explosive enough to get there. And then in the same backfield, Mostert seemingly has gotten a little more uh, explosive carries off the edge. Um, I'm going Mostert to get over 39 and a half yards rushing in this game. So I think Mostert will be more featured in the running game than uh, Chase Edmonds. Okay. So I kind like of a, a deuce two-sided coin on that one. Yes, absolutely. Um, very Miami centric on your props today. Any reason for that? Yeah, because there are too many different guys on the Bengals. Um, and they are all so boom and bust. All right. That's fair. That's, that's pretty much what my reason no, is. It's no, very I, get hard. It. I get it. You feel like you can crosshair the Dolphins a little bit better than the Bengals. In terms of yeah, and and I'm not sure who Xavier Howard is going to guard, and that I feel like that person gets kind of taken out of the game. He feels like the personality type who will demand to guard Chase. Yeah, but he could guard Higgins. Kind of feels like the better guy for him to guard. But yeah, in terms of style, I do think he has a much better chance of shutting down Higgins yeah. in terms of their styles. But but see um, that discussion exactly covers why I'm not sure which one of those guys to to believe tonight is his night type thing, etc. And Tyler Boyd is like either Mr. 15 yards or Mr. 120 yards somehow. So, yeah, thus far this season, he's more of a uh, 15, but he did have an explosive play against the Jets, but he hasn't had a lot of targets at all. No, he hasn't. Um, all right. So we'll go over to mine here. I think this game, like I said, we'll... we want more money. 
give us some more money. What do we got? What kind of money do we specifically want, though? Uh, do you really want to know? Makes lots of money, so give us some of that money. Yeah, give us internet money. That's we would cool. like some of that internet money, and I feel like player props really do mean internet money. Uh, it feels extra pretend, uh, even though it's put real money. But right. when you're doing it, you're like, oh, this is gonna be some nice internet money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it kind of feels like the spread and the and the and the total. You can just go hand like a brick of cash to a guy in real life. But the Correct. player props, it's it's internet. You know, money. It's a clicking point, kind of. Yeah. I think this game opens up a bit. Um, you know, the number on Burrow was 275 and a half, and I like that, but it's risen to 279. So apparently some other people think are thinking the same way. Um, Burrow seems to easily eclipse 300 yards if the game turns into a passing game, kind of a shootout. Um, typically does it a lot. He's done it twice this year already, eclipsed the number there, 279 and a half. Uh, just the Dolphins have been inconsistent against the pass and the run. Um I think Cincinnati with a banged up Joe Mixon kind of, and just like no real second option to run the ball between the tackles. I think they're going to lean on their pass tonight. Um, and you know, it's home. The crowd will be excited. I don't know. All the, that. The all whites add a little. Yeah. All that team. jazz. Yeah. I, I think chase it's prime time. Burrow and chase are those kind of guys. They like to show out when it matters. So I think we're going to see a big passing day from Joe Burrow. Just like you, I was a little hesitant to throw, you know, any money or any feelings towards the receivers, but I like Burrow in general to go over that number. Then the next one, which is kind of the two-sided coin, kind of, but uh, I don't think they'll run the ball as effectively um, as they'll throw it. I don't think they'll run the ball as much as they'll throw it. Like uh, Joe, Joe Mixon is coming off that ankle. He also is, uh, you know, a bum. Any thoughts? Very inefficient back. Yes, over the last three years, he's actually of backs that have averaged more than uh, 15 touches per game. So there's not that. There's probably a, a pool of about 20 players. Yeah. He is the least efficient of those running backs. And he's kind of skated by having this job as the bell cow in Cincinnati for years because they're really, they haven't gotten a, you know, a backup that can really split time with them like other teams do. Well, and it helped. He was very average until last year. He kind of had a really big year. Um, yes, but even the yards per carry weren't efficient. But he, he was, was, he was able – before last year, he was – I think almost every year of his career, he was five touchdowns or less. He was under 1,200 yards. Last year, he was 13 touchdowns, which was a big year for him. Yeah. Um, and, and over 1,200. I think part of that's a product of playing with, with Andy Dalton and in, in an inconsistent offense for many years. Um, but – yeah, I just I, – I don't think – I think he'll be banged up. I think they might even give pay, uh, Samaji Payreen and maybe even Chris Evans, the third string, some more touches tonight to not – it's a short week and he did – Boy, they inspire confidence. Yeah, exactly. So I, I just don't see Mixon getting his usual volume tonight on the short week. Uh, I also, you know, don't think he's – I think he's overrated. So I'm with you on that. I like that number. I'm going to ride with that. On I'm going to go under 65 and a half rushing yards. Um, it's right about where he usually is. Uh, he actually averages 66 the past couple years. So I'm banking he'll be under tonight. Um, and my third one is an interesting prop. Raheem Mostert over seven and a half receiving yards. The reason I like this, week one against the Patriots, one catch for 16 yards. Week two, he had two catches for, uh, I think, 11 yards. Week three, two targets, no catches, but he was targeted twice. 
So he does seem to garner, you know, opportunity from the backfield to catch the ball. He's always been good at that. He was good at it in San Francisco. Um, you know, it's really just one catch for a guy like him who can, you know, explode. Um, so I'm going to bank on the fact that he can get eight receiving yards. It's a risky, like it's a it. risky, and it's a risky endeavor. But he's gone. But over if he's two. getting two targets a game, you like that number? He so. is averaging two targets yeah. per game, yeah. and he's averaging nine yards receiving per game. Yeah. So he, you know, I'm hoping he hits that number tonight. Uh, it's discouraging not to see him have a catch last week, but I think things will turn around. And if they're trailing, I do think he's the preferred kind of, uh, you know, catch he's the ball the backfield back. Yeah. Um, they are mired in a pretty 50-50 split there in Miami with those running backs. But I do think, I don't know about you, but I think Mostert is slightly more talented than Chase Edmonds. Uh, I think Edmonds is a little more like everything dynamic, whereas Mostert is is more explosive. Right. I, I might just be biased from my his allegiance to the Niners, you know, the past couple of years. But. So those are our prop bets tonight, guys. Um, and from there, we go over to the first TD scorer. Yeah, these these are the ones where you hit it, and then he beats me straight up. Pay him, pay that man his money. It's now where they, you really you can roll it, roll up a big stack. Yes, and I finally got off the Schneid in these primetime games and hit Saquon last week for a big one. Um, I needed that. Um, I'd been struggling with the first TD bets. Tonight I'm gonna I'm plugging two long, long, long shots tonight. Um, that's why I put in two because they're both out there. So I've got River Craycraft. Just because it's a great name, because the it name is a great name. He's one of the all time names. As one of our good friends say, he's got a Craycraft sailing down the river. Yeah. Um, so you know it's pretty self explanatory. Um, he's a big body. He doesn't really play in between the 20s. You don't see him get any snaps. But in the red zone, he has logged, uh, in three games, he has logged uh, 16 snaps in the red zone. And he has two touchdowns. So he's got like three catches on the air, but two touchdowns. So, I mean, 28 to 1, he might be in when they're in the red zone to start. That's a great number. I mean, that's a hell of a number. Yeah. It's, it's a total, you know, it's a crap shoot, but I'm, I like the price 28 to one. Um, so river cray crap. Then my other one is even crazier. It's the fullback for the dolphins, Alec in gold. Now, if you look at his, you're riding line, the, the fullback first touchdown trend. I am, which has happened. What? Three times already this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in primetime games, which is wild. Um, I'm, it's one of these situations where I'm late to the party and I'm not going to be right, but might as well give it a shot. Uh, I mean, it's, plus 9,000. It's 90 to one. I mean, I put five bucks on it on the website. So um, 90 to one. Ingold is actually In, pretty. Insert over 9,000. Yeah, exactly. He's pretty talented. Um, McDaniel brings over the philosophy from San Francisco where you have to have a fullback to run the offense. Um and he actually's had a couple carries this year, and in the past he scored some touchdowns last year for the San Diego Chargers. Um, so I'm I'm riding two big long shots for first touchdown today. How about you? Uh, I'm going Hayden Hurst. Uh, Hayden Hurst uh, has been very up and down all over the place, but uh, I like him being targeted in the red zone. He's gotten actually a bunch of targets. Uh, I think in, against Dallas he had five 
five catches against Dallas. Um, last week he had a decent amount of targets, but not a lot of catches. I think he's kind of the guy, if they get in the red zone, who could slip underneath and get the touchdown, given um, how how much focus is going to be on the two big wideouts. I like Hurst to, to sneak a touchdown here in this game, um, and I like the odds of plus 1,500. Um, Burrow was was going to the tight end a lot at the end of last year. I think he wants to go back in that direction. Um, so I, I'd like to see him go to the tight end a little more. Uh, and I think I think they might they might try and do that. I'm going Hurst he, to get the first touch, and I actually, love the fifteen hundred. He's actually a lot more talented than people realize. He's a good tight end. Um, he's all right. I think he's pretty decent. He's also the primary tight end. He's the only one really that's catching well, yeah, ball. That's, I mean, that's the real reason. CJ Uzama left to the Jets. Um, and he has looked pretty good these first three weeks. I definitely do not hate that at all. Um, all right. So, and then I have a, uh, you got any bonus bets? I got a bonus bet. Uh, last week or Monday, I hit the bonus bet. Um, I hit my really lame bonus bet too, which was just the first possession would be a punt. No, it was a great bonus bet. <laughs> uh, I have yep. a fun bonus bet uh, with the porous horrific uh offensive line play of the Cincinnati Bengals Melvin Ingram to get over 0.75 sacks so to get one full sack at plus 200 why 0.75 and why not 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 oh oh cuz he has to get a full sack they usually well, either in sacks they do 0.25 cool. or 0.75 that's cool that's cool yeah, I didn't in sacks they that. do 0.25 or 0.75 these are oh, 0.75 oh, yeah. plus 200 oh that's really cool i never really thought of that yeah that's that's cool so melvin ingram to get a sack yeah, Melvin Ingram to get one full sack plus 200. Okay, I like that. Do you realize he was just named AFC Defensive Player of the Month? Uh, yeah, he's had a heck of a, a, heck of a time, uh, thanks in large part to Trent Brown not blocking anybody. If anyone's watching tonight, please note, Melvin Ingram, he wears no sleeves, fully finger exposed. Tape. His arms look weird, no tape, no, no gloves. No, he it, wears he, finger tape, that's it. He does wear finger tape, that's it. it it's it, it's a, He's an intimidating-looking guy out there. Yes. Um, He's been good for a long time. Uh, that's a cool bonus bet. My bonus bet is in the same vein as last time, except it's the opposite. I've got the opening drive of the game as a touchdown, three to one, plus 300. Opening Ooh. drive is a touchdown. Um, I think both teams can easily do that um, with the players they have on their teams. Um, so just going back to one of your props, you have Tyreek over five and a half receptions. Do you like him to eclipse the 76 and a half yards number tonight? I do. I do. I just didn't want to bet it. I prefer the receptions because I think he'll get plenty of targets in this game. Um, I do like him to go over the the yards number, but between the two, I was going to go today on the receptions uh, because watching them enough, he seems to be the go-to guy, even on a lot of the little dump off things. Um, so he can just bulk up those receptions. Yeah, both uh, the Dolphins, um, Waddle is number one, and Hill is number two so far this year in the entire NFL in yards after the catch. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty crazy right. to have both, player, both players be on the same team. They can scoop. They're really talented. The four receivers in this game, this might be the the two best top two receivers on a team in the league, These this matchup tonight. It's it's certainly pretty damn good, especially uh, youth of it too. They're they're young. Other, I mean, Hill isn't, but Waddle, Chase, Higgins, like Hill's probably still only about twenty eight. Yeah, but I mean, we, yeah, no, there. I hear, I hear you. Yeah. Um, 
Any closing thoughts before we get to our, you know, our plugs? No, mostly here? just I'm very excited to see this game. Um, yeah, absolutely. It, it's a big game for game. for everyone involved. It's a big game for the AFC picture, the p- whole overall picture in the AFC. Um, it would be if Miami won, it would be just gigantic for them. Uh, if the Bengals win, everything kind of comes back to earth. The whole AFC becomes wide open. Um, it, it's an exciting game. It's also fun for the the whole factor of two, the streak two is on right now, whether that can keep going, um, whether Joe Burrow kind of has a bit of a jump back up to the top here. He's kind of flying under the radar now, all those kinds of, there's a lot of good storylines. And of course the fun jerseys. Hey, and if Miami were to start the season four and with wins over new England, Baltimore, Buffalo and Cincinnati, I My mean, word. That would be talk about running a gauntlet to start the season. An impressive performance if they could pull it off tonight. For um, sure. So yeah, it's very exciting. Next Monday, you will see EMQ bets return at six o'clock, previewing the Rams at my 49ers. Ooh, another oh, prime time, be... another primetime game for Jimmy G. Oh, we get one of our teams in one of them. That's gonna be very interesting. I, that'll be emotionally normal. Yeah, I bet. Um, I'm going to, I'll probably, I might take a Valiant before that show. Yeah. Um, that'll be fun. I'm excited for that. Oh yeah, boy. I'm, me too. So that's the next EMQ bets. So that should be exciting. Um, uh, coming up right after this. Yeah. Pat, about 20 minutes, about 25 minutes. We're going to do yeah, I'll let you tell, I'll let you tell this. About seven fifteen. Yeah. And little Pat stands Inc. Talking everything Patriots, and boy, is there a lot to talk about coming boy, off the loss to Baltimore, to going into Green Bay, Mac Ten injured, Mac Jones gets injured, all et cetera, et cetera, all of the shit going on day by day. Uh, Patriots talk seven fifteen. It'll we're gonna get into it, don't you? Worry. Well, I'm gonna be streaming that. I'm excited. Uh, it, it's gotta shit. be. It's gotta be your. It's gonna be the biggest show in terms of what's going on with the team so far this year. Yeah, there's a lot of question marks. There's a lot of mystery. A- Axel Brian Hoyer might be playing on Sunday. I don't get that um, nickname. You got to explain that. His actual name is Axel. That's his holy, actual holy name. shit. Okay, yeah. yikes. Uh, That's like yeah. when I found out that uh, Kansas City Royals pitcher Zach Granke's real name is Don Donald Granke. I didn't know that. I'm learning that now. Don Granke. That's incredible. That's terrifying. Wow. Yeah, Don. Anyway, so yeah, uh, 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 there's other shit going on. We got tomorrow night, uh, tomorrow night, night, Jets night, Friday night flight of Anthony. The Jets came back down to earth against these Cincinnati Bengals. Um, and I have no idea who they play on Sunday. Do you little, know? That, little did the audience know that during Friday night flight, Anthony has a cyanide pill in his cheek the whole time and is, is not quite sure whether to bite it or not. Um, well, he night- can feel good about his Mets. Maybe it'll be a Mets show. Yeah, true. They are up uh, a game going into a huge series with Atlanta. This isn't a baseball show, though. So Friday, you get Friday Night Flight with Anthony. Saturday's our main show. We'll be previewing week four. It's going to be really good. And 100th episode of of Every Morning Quarterback. 100th episode. It should be exciting. Maybe we'll get 100 people to watch it. Um, Then, as you know, Sunday morning, coinciding with the Vikings-Saints 930 game in London, you and I might hop on here around 845 in the morning and preview that game. Oh, I think we, we might have to have I a think, special. I think we might have a special EMQ. We might have to have a special Sunday morning. Yeah, I, I think, think we're, we're I think we're going to do that. We just added there's an EMQ bet Sunday morning from maybe, London. Maybe wicked late Saturday night, depending. We'll be sipping tea and and 
I mean, I'm I got bad teeth anyway, so it's perfect for the London game. Um, so yeah, we're we're gonna do that. We might actually in honor right, of we, the Queen. In honor, we might of actually queen. we might actually do that Saturday night. We'll we'll figure it out though. We'll we'll get that going. We'll have um, a Queen special EMQ bets. But during that game is Sunday slate. It's a different betting show. It's it just doesn't stack up to this. It and you know it's part of the brand, but you know. They're going to drop from one or two viewers to zero because there's going to be an NFL game going on. Good as for those going. guys, though. Yeah, yeah. They're there. They're there. You yeah. Know, you could say that. They're doing and it. Then, uh, and then, well, I guess it's going to have to be Monday night after Monday night football. So we'll have us, then Monday night football, and then your favorite diatribe. Uh, it could be good. It could be bad. Uh, it's going to be a fresh wound at that point, one way or the other. Yeah. The, uh, the late night Niners. Yes, it'll actually be Tuesday night. I need okay. I can't I need the prep time. Uh, yeah, okay. That's and that's the good. emotional recovery time regardless. You could so, just hop right on after the game and just go. Oh man, I I could, but then I wouldn't be able to upload my clips and stuff. Well, but then you could do the real show the next day. You could just have a quick reactionary show. Just saying. It's a thought. I'll I'll think about it. Um Well, let's hope that tonight um tonight looks like this on the phone. Hopefully it looks like that. Um, and I'm excited to watch the game. It's going to be a good one. Me too, man. Let's get it. All right, folks. Later. Thanks for tuning in.